Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 321. Yep, 321, and we are recording this on 621. Yes. Yep, it's the summer solstice, people, or as I knew it as growing up, Go Skate Day. <laughs> International Go Skate Day. The most sunlight out of the entire year, 15 hours of sunlight. Use those hours to skate your damn uh, wheels off. Nice. Me, I can't exactly uh, skate anymore for <clears throat> reasons, but <laughs> I hope that you guys are out there doing the same. Nice. Absolutely. And uh, today, no interview. Lots of tracks to get to, a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of heavy stuff. <laughs> right. Uh, we are going to kick the show off with a little remembrance. Uh, we've had Marcus of Foreign Legion on the show. Uh, we did have Marcus on back in November of 2020. Uh, we did a Foreign Legion episode, did an interview with him. Fantastic guy. Foreign Legion based out of Wales. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away earlier today. At least that's as far as what I'm reading. Unfortunately, it looks like he might have had some health issues. Uh, even though they did have some shows, it was crushed to hear that he was going, but you wouldn't have expected it because they had some shows, I think, scheduled in August. And mm. Man, terrible, uh, sad. Been around the band, started way back in 1984, Marcus being there for its entirety. Uh, we played a lot of great tracks. I want to play a track to kick off the show, and then we'll start the show as normal after that. But uh, a little uh, tribute to Marcus and, and to Foreign Legion, as I don't suspect anything of Foreign Legion is going to occur now that Marcus is gone. As I, you know, like I said, he was Foreign Legion. Uh, we, we played a bunch of the tracks. They did release a Live and Loud at Waterloo Blackpool uh, a little over a year ago. Uh, well, actually, it's a little less than a year ago. It was July 16th of 2022, which I bought the vinyl directly from Marcus last summer. And, uh, you know, stupid story short, uh, I paid the wrong person on PayPal. I had the wrong Marcus. And, oh, and that shit. person never gave me my money back. But oh. fuck that guy. That's all right. I got Marcus the money. Got my record. Uh, let's get to the actual track. Uh, we're going to kick it off with the first one. It's a live performance, so it's a live show, and I thought it's fitting. We are Legion from Foreign Legion, and here's the live version. Uh, this one's from Marcus. Good evening, Blackpool! Thank you for turning up! Fuck Boris! We are the Legion and we don't care! Combat boots and spiky hair! We are the Legion, the die being cast We are the Legion, built to last We are the Legion We are the Legion We are the Legion 
Actually, Marcus, you are the Legion. You are the Legion, and you'll be starting a whole new, <clears throat> a whole new Legion up in Skinhead Heaven. Right? We call that Skin Heaven. <laughs> Actually, that's a little more suggestive. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to make this another uh, dirty jokes episode like last week. <laughs> maybe later on in the show. Uh, yeah, maybe later <laughs> on. But actually, but a lot of that from last week was coincidental. <laughs> the clap. <laughs> Well, rest in peace, Marcus, uh, true punk legend, and just an all-around super nice, super cool guy. Uh, definitely sad hearts here uh, for for him, his family, and you know anybody that knew him, close to him. Super great guy, his bandmates. Uh, just sad, sad, it's a bummer. Uh, yeah. Go check out Foreign Legion, though, if you haven't for whatever reason. You missed that interview. You can go back and check that out if you want, or just go check out the band in general. A lot of great stuff from Foreign Legion. Just played them a couple tracks from them on a, a Wales episode I did for the UK over on Punkanoi Worldwide just a couple weeks ago, which I didn't even know that Marcus had some health issues at that point. I didn't know he had any health issues until today when I heard that he unfortunately passed. So... Kind of sudden for a lot of people, but I think that's kind of how most of us would go. If we're not feeling well or ill, we're probably not uh, shouting it out to the world. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, most people keep that stuff kind of private. So uh, that's for Marcus. Great guy. We are going to resume the show. We're going to get to some new tracks. We'll announce uh, all the new stuff that has come out as we do. I'll kick it off starting on June 11th. The Sue's. And Narcolocos released a split on Sam Strong Records. On the 12th, Bloody Flag released self-titled Bloody Flag on Bunker Punk's discs and tapes. Also on the same label, Slan, S-L-A-N, released Skeeter E. Alt. The Hemorrhoids released Hold Me Tight, which is a single on Mom's Basement Records on the 13th. 
On the 14th, couple releases, including Skull Drug, releasing New International Anthem, which is a single, Power Plant releasing Grass on Static Shock Records, and Tsunami releasing a self-titled on Triple B Records. Then on the 15th, Tractor Bader, and you're going to have to look that, uh, that band up and look at their album artwork just to fully grasp what a Tractor Bader is. And uh, the name of the album is called Torque Dirty. Definitely be playing something here and or uh, Punkanoi Worldwide before long. That came out on the 15th. Bloodstrings released Heart Attack Radio on the 16th. There were several releases on the 16th, including that and Imploders, self-titled Imploders on Static Shock Records. Boris in Uniform releasing Bright New Disease. Eric's going to talk about that later in the show. Oh, yeah. El Sancho releasing Heads Up. We played something off of that last week. The Dead Krazukis releasing From the Underworld on Zbam Records. Lurk releasing Natural Causes on Pure Noise Records. Joe Gittleman and Bad Operation releasing Wavebreaker number four. The Arson Project releasing God Bless, which is an LP on Here and Now Records. Tomar Control releasing Incendiaria, which is an EP. Two Minute Minor releasing a new single, Held Down No Longer. They do have a, a final release that the band's going to be releasing. I want to say it's coming out in July. Uh, we'll obviously talk more about that. There it is, July 28th. Come Carry Us Home is what that one will be called. Reviler also released Fear and Isolation, which is a single on Upstate Records. Our pals in Bricks and Mortar released a new single, People Like You. They also have a new LP coming, Something Ain't Right. I don't have the release date for that, but uh, it will be before too long. Remark released The Process of Learning. Then on the 17th, The Detained released a mini LP, Dead and Gone. It's pretty great. Been listening to that. Lawmaker uh, did a split with On the Job. I think it's out on the 18th, probably the hard copy that you can get, which I definitely want because I love both those bands. Two great Swedish bands, Lawmaker, also based out of uh, the Bay Area, both Sweden and the Bay Area there in California. And two tracks they put out on Spotify and iTunes. I don't know if it's the only two from that split, but they put out two tracks. Man, those are two of my favorite tracks I've heard in a while. They're pretty fantastic. Uh, on the 19th, Fury released Vi, which is a single on Triple B Records. The Domestics released East Anglian Hardcore on TNS Records on the 20th. Uh, the band Break Matt Fast Giver, which we've played before, and now they look like they're going by BMFG, which is probably easier to say than Break Matt Fast Giver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a that's kind of a mouth load. It is. Uh, on the twentieth, they released "I'm Tired, But I Keep On Rolling," and it's pretty good. I uh, haven't heard those guys in a while. Good band there out of Italy. Pulso Eterno released Nadi Akien Sever, which is an EP. I heard two or three of the four tracks. Definitely a fan of that and want to get into that one more. Another great one came out on Take the City Records on the 20th, Infierno Greece. They released To Miero Es Supporter, and that one was good. It's a full length, and I heard probably about half the tracks already. It's awesome. Uh, Viral Sun uh, released on the 21st, self-titled Viral Sun on Rad Girlfriend Records. On the 21st as well, a couple other releases, including Neo Kira releasing Nuestra Conviction on Activar Haslo Tumismix. Mis <laughs> Something like that. 
Ink Bomb, they put out another single from their forthcoming LP. This single's Frankenstein. Sun Obathers released a single, Rip It to Shreds. And Intentional Overdose released a two-track single. Uh, one of the tracks is Intentional Overdose. The other one's Suicide. Then tomorrow, on the 22nd, Rum Kicks is putting out a release, but I don't know what it's titled, but I'm looking forward to checking it out. Rum Kicks out of Soul. Uh, the Ruffians are putting out Straight Out of Dystopia. Great band there. That release will be on the 23rd on De Denim, Denim, Denim Demon Records. There, there we go. There we are. <laughs> <laughs> Denim Demon. Yeah. Man, where was Turbo Negro when that was, when that was an option? Right? Denim Demon. <laughs> right. I agree. Uh, a couple other 23rd releases will be the Tomb Tones releasing Ghost of Toast on Rigor Mortis Records. I'm the ghost with the toast, baby. <laughs> Get Sums releasing New Blood on Rad Girlfriend Records. Worst is releasing Resurrected on 1054 Records. On the 24th, uh, Metric Fuckton will be releasing uh, a split with I before E, and that's going to be a split EP. Then the last ones I've got are all on June 30th, and those include Revenge Beast, self-titled on Triple B Records, Puffer releasing an EP. I assume it's self-titled. Spirito di Lupo is releasing Virola Tua Fascia Ne Giorni di Pioggia. And I'm sure Eric would have done a far better job of that. Hopefully that was relatively close. Say the, say the first part again. What was it? Uh, well, the band's name is Spirito di Lupo. Yeah, Spirito di Lupo, Spirit of the Wolf. And then Viro la Tua Fazia Ne, N-E-I, I don't know if I'm getting that close. Ne. And Giorni di Pioggia. Good Lord, that is a long title. <laughs> it is. That is several words. Some of them are short, uh, but yeah, very long. It's going to be on La Vida Es Unamus Discos. Uh, I'm not too familiar with it, but anything the, that label puts out, I'm always uh, ready to check out. They put out good stuff. Uh, Throwout's putting out their new LP. They put out two singles so far, and their LP's coming out. And it'll be Living Today, Dying Tomorrow on Lake Town Records. So that might be here in the States on Liberty or Death Records. Strike 12 will be releasing Last Band Standing on Thousand Island Records. I'll be playing at some point Smartphones, Stupid People. Uh, I like ah. that track. Heard that single already. And uh, I think people need to hear stuff like that. <laughs> if they'll listen. Right. Uh, the Drowns are putting out a split with The Last Gang on Pirates Press. It's one track from each band. Both tracks are pretty good. Heard that already. Power Alone will be releasing Nothingness, which is an EP. And that's everything that I've got. A couple bands like No Consent, Unwanted Noise, Nagon, the Bricks and Mortar, and Stun Grenades all could be getting released in that window. Unsure, don't have the dates just yet. So we'll see. Eric, what do you have to add to the list? Well, I have one that's uh, going back a couple months that I just uh, <clears throat> found out got released. I'm talking about uh, May 12th. The band Morning Again released their Borrowed Time EP. Then cut to a month later, the 12th of this month. <laughs> uh, Mahler released their uh, promo in... It's just called Promo 2023. Nice little EP. On the 13th, death metal band from Texas, Creeping Death, released Boundless Domain. Haven't listened to it yet, but hearing good things, very good things within the death metal circle. On the 14th, Tsunami released their self-titled album. Oh, that's a... Mind the fists. <laughs> <laughs> On the 16th, <clears throat> yes, we have a Boris in Uniform, Bright New Disease. 
that's all I have to say about that for right now. Uh, yes, Two Minute Minor held down no longer that new single. And Lurk released a new EP called Natural Causes. On the 19th, uh, the band Move, Boston Hardcore, released their single Imperialist Rain and Summer Trend. And, yeah, we'll be talking about that one in a little bit. But those are two songs that are uh, that are taken from their release, their, their God, their hey. debut LP. There yes. we go. <laughs> which is going to be released on the 11th of August called Black Radical Love. That's the day before my birthday. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited, especially with the way that that single sounds. Holy shit. But we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> and finally, on the 22nd, Paranoid. Paranoid. Oh, yes, Paranoid. Those uh, Swedes are very busy. Uh, released a new single called Taiketeki Kono. So I don't know how, uh, how, how well I pronounced that first word, but I haven't done much uh, research on this. I haven't even given it a listen yet, but I will. I will, and we'll be talking about it in the next uh, couple of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, we're going to get on to playing some new music now. Uh, Eric's got some. I've got a whole bunch that's been shared with us to check out as well. So we got to get right into the music on this show. We got a lot of music. No interview, but a lot of music. Yep, these uh, interviewless episodes is uh, you know it's prime time for us to catch up on the music that we've been putting on the back burner. Right. So Eric, you lead the way. What do you got? Well, I got the single. Well. Actually, it kind of is. It's a single track from an EP from these uh, Northwest straight edgers <laughs> called uh, Ankle Biter. Yeah, Northwest. They don't specify which city. You know, it could be somewhere in Maine or Delaware or Connecticut or Rhode Island or fucking New Hampshire. I don't know. They just, they're just uh, somewhere up there in the little uh, head of the U.S. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they they've been a band since uh since 2022. They threw down a demo last year and have some and they have come roaring back with this new EP to live and withstand. There are seven songs, each of which barely reached the minute and a half mark save for the last song, and it's full of hardcore grit and thrashy jabs including solos and riveting bass lines. Nice. So yeah, seven tracks, which one was the best? Well, it sort of came down to a tie between Pearl and Catharsis, and I kind of chose the latter because, well, I mean, it has the vicious front, it's vicious front to back with Rachel's uh, vocals. They're just so commanding. It's just like, <laughs> yes! <laughs> You'll hear it in a minute. Then there's the dance-inducing rhythms and the just the simple riffage from the guitars. You, you honestly can't go wrong with any song from this EP, but... This one is just pounding with more vigor. <laughs> Pearl comes in at a close second. So take your pick uh, when you listen to this EP. And I, notice I didn't use the conjunction if. I mean when you listen to it. Because I am certain that when you hear this song, you will want to hear more. So here's Catharsis from Ankle Biter.
And that's ankle biter stomping out all the mouth breathers. <laughs> yeah, come on. There, there has to be a band somewhere in the Northeast that's called Mouth Breather, and these two should do a split together. I think that'd be fun. Right. Ankle biter, mouth breather. Make it, <laughs> uh, just make it super uh, dumb guy hardcore. Nice. <laughs> uh, just nothing but pounding and just going, yeah, Hulk smash. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's, anyway, that's Ankle Biter. It's a band that I think has a lot of promise. I've seen their uh, video that they did for Pearl, and their fans seem to be reacting pretty, uh, pretty positively. Awesome. <laughs> very vibrant in their nick of the woods. So I'm stoked to see that. Hopefully they move their way from the northwest to the southwest and uh, show, us what we, show us what they got. Awesome. And we show them what we got. Salt Lake Straight Edge, motherfucker. I'm not <laughs> a representative, but I know people who are, <laughs> and I know what they do. <laughs> They'll show up and they'll throw down. All right. So that's what I got for Ankle Biter. That's uh, my new track of the day, but it will soon be followed by another new track from me. But before that, here's one from Dustin. Got a lot of new ones. Uh, first, I forgot to mention, it's kind of outside. I usually do about 10 days before the day we record, 10 days after. It's kind of the window we usually do for most of the stuff that we talk about. But... I, I came across it this past week. UK Subs did a cover of Hell's Bells. I thought, Eric, if he hadn't heard it, I need to mention it to Eric so Eric can check it out because I know he likes ACDC. And so you can go check out what UK Subs sound like when they're doing Hell's Bells. You know, it's funny. Just this last weekend, I went on a total ACDC binge. <laughs> Just listening to all my favorite tracks from uh, from the 70s, all the Bon Scott years, and just putting them together on a playlist and just curating it, tweaking it to where every song made sense in what order I had them in. So, so yeah, I was kind of busy with the actual ACDC and not with uh, punk bands doing covers. But UK subs covering Hell's Bells, that's something I got to see. Right. Yeah, and... Goddamn UK subs, why do you have to break up right now? Best. Right. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, what a way to go out, I guess, on a cover of a, not even a fellow UK band. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, I mean, Bon Scott and the Young Brothers originated from Scotland, so, but ACDC didn't form in Scotland. <laughs> so, uh, I don't care. So that, uh, probably, that probably has no reason for why they're doing it, but I want to hear it. <laughs> Right, it dropped on Spotify if anybody wants to check it out there, but I'm sure you can go other places, but it dropped on Spotify on May 30th, so new stuff there. Let's get into new stuff on the show, though. The band uh, Tropicaos Shaga, they are from Porto Alegre and RS. I'm not exactly sure where RS is, Rio, I don't know. Anyway, it's in Brazil, great band, played them before, they released some new stuff. Uh, they sent the email on June 7th, and that is the release date for this single. Uh, they're going to be releasing a new EP. So first, the single in Portuguese, because I'm sure I would do a terrible job in Portuguese, so a little help says... <laughs> Sossega o facho. And that translates into English as Quiet the Beam. So that is the name of the single. And like I say, they do have a new EP. Uh, it'll, it'll have four new songs and it'll be coming out in the second half of 2023. So it's not quite here. Doesn't have a specific release date yet as of when I know. But the name of that EP, so you can look for it, is Cidade dos Acuados, which is City of the Cornered. So you can look for that. We're going to give you a sample of what you'll get on there. Uh, and again, it came out just a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, June 7th. So Let's get to it. New stuff from Tropicaos Chaga. 
fake out yeah that tripped me <laughs> out <laughs> uh tropicales chaga is the band and sosega ofacho if i've got that close is <clears throat> the single again you can go check out that ep when it comes out sometime in the second half of this year good stuff there go check those guys out thank you again to them always sharing their new stuff as it comes out for us to check out and we could all do so together next up the band the last ditch they are from Texas. They're from Austin in Texas. And if you haven't heard, well, first I want to thank Mike for reaching out, sharing his new band's material. I listened to the eight tracks. I don't know when specifically this will be released. If you go onto their social medias, which we'll get to at the end of the show as we do, uh, but you can look up The Last Ditch. Uh, you, they've got some samples and some songs that you can hear, but they haven't officially released it yet. I assume it's going to be a self-titled The Last Ditch, but I haven't seen anything anywhere else. Uh, email just came to us on the 12th. Like I say, I've gone through, checked out the tracks, a lot of good ones on there, and so I settled on Out for Blood, even though I was going back and forth, even until right when Eric got here, that's when I finally said, all right, fuck it, I guess I got to go with something here. <laughs> I can't, can't, can't play them all. There ain't enough time in the show to play them all. So uh, the last ditch, uh, new release, should be coming out soon. I mean, they're recorded. I'm listening to them, but I don't know the exact release dates. So, again, go check out the social medias. You can hear some samples and some other of the tracks. They're not all out yet. It's, uh, there's going to be at least eight tracks so we're going to do track seven it's going to be on side b and you know what that means so here we go here's out for blood we're out for, we're out for, we're out for blood we're out for 
for blood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Last Ditch. Go check them out. Like I said, uh, if you want to hear a few of the other tracks, I think some are samples. Some might be the whole tracks. But you can go over to their social medias, check out a little bit more before it comes out. I'm excited for them to get that released. Uh, love new bands. And if you like that one so much, uh, the, the cool thing is, is if you, you like them, there's so many other bands. Look back, like in this instance, The Last Ditch. Well, Mike also played Razor Wire, Standalones, Bulldog Bullies. And if you're unfamiliar with those bands, it's like, cool, I like Last Ditch. Now I'm going to go check out all of those other bands. So it's a pretty cool thing to do. Uh, and, and it transitions into our next band, even. Oh, it does? The one all the way from Norway? It does. So uh, our friend Torsten Eriksson, um, man, I don't thank him. He has so many great bands there. I mean, he keeps us up with his cool bands there in Norway. His band Freedom, who we've played plenty of times. Uh, they're from Ostfold in Norway, but he also has some other bands. And so that's why I say you, you find one band you like, and you can see sometimes the bands were, were active members in other bands, and sometimes they're active members in multiple bands at the same time. That's this case right here. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I know too many people that way. Right? <laughs> who are, are, you know, the ones who are in too many bands at one time. Like me. I'm in two bands. That is too many. <laughs> <laughs> well, Freedom, the band Freedom, Torsten's band, this band's been around since 2003, uh, they did release on June 9th a single called War Games. It will be on an upcoming album, The Wasted Years. Uh, I don't have the release date of when that will be coming, but it is a forthcoming album. This particular track, War Games, is a blistering punk hardcore anthem with a clear message. Although it was recorded in 2011 as part of a follow-up album to The Freedom Curse, which they released in 2010. The recording sessions were never completed at that time. In 2021, Torsten discovered the session files, began writing lyrics for the unfinished songs, and recorded vocals to finally bring this long-lost album to life. There you go. That's where you get the wasted years. <laughs> uh, most of the songs have never been released, and some were previously performed live during the 2000s. So uh, pretty cool. Fun to get to come across that type of thing where it's like, hey, uh, what's this? We got these things. Let's get into them. <laughs> Ready to go. I guess it probably makes it really easy when you have a lot of stuff already kind of put together. Yeah, that's just like what happened with uh, Acid's Foot last week. Right, exactly. <laughs> this whole album that just was living in Landon's hard drive. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I guess we did this. Well, maybe we should release it three years <laughs> later. <laughs> well, that's very similar story here. I don't know when the Wasted Years will be out, but be on the lookout for it. In the meantime, Freedom is going to bring us War Games.
games, that's freedom. Oh, uh, yeah. I love that. You know, the, the guitar work, it reminds me of... Uh, uh, it reminds me of Municipal Waste guitar work. Nice. Yeah, it just goes kind of like... The sort of uh, Phrygian Slayer scales that uh, aren't as sinister sounding as uh, as Slayer, but you can still tell where it's coming from. Right. It's cool stuff. I don't know which parts of the music or how much of it was uh, from back in around 2011, but uh, very cool. Uh, cool concept that they were able to find that. Uh, so get out there, support Tour Student Freedom. Uh, as we get information on when it'll be out, I'll definitely pass that on. Eric's got another new one before we play a couple of maybe older, lesser knowns. Yeah, remember what I was saying about a lot of heavy music? Yeah. Well, mostly, <laughs> it's mostly coming from me. And remember what I was saying about the band Move? Well, here they are. <laughs> Move, Boston Hardcore. Oh, yeah. BH, Move BHC, which is where you find them on every uh, social media platform. And I noticed, like, in their, uh, in their uh, EP covers, they actually have written in there, hashtag Move BHC. Nice. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Way to rep. Yeah. Anyway, it's in there as sort of their signature. Cool. So, yeah, these guys came roaring out of Boston in uh, 2020, founded by their vocalist, uh, Corey Charpentier. Uh, Carpentier? It's such a, it's like Carpenter, but it's spelled like C-H-A-R-P-E-N-T-I-E-R, like Sharpentier. Okay. Or, or Charpentier, but I think it's a hard, I think it's basically supposed to be Carpenter, but I'm just going to call him Corey. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Sounds simpler. So anyway, Corey, he's the, he's the voice, like not just the vocalist, the voice. He uses this, uh, this band as a platform to preach about racial inequality, injustice toward marginalized peoples, police brutality targeted toward minorities, uh, two-faced property investors and slumlords imposing threats to poverty-stricken neighborhoods, and prejudice toward the LGBTQ plus representatives. See? And all that can be found on their 2020 demo and their Freedom Dreams EP, which, as you may recall, was my favorite EP in 2021. I refer you back to that episode, whichever <laughs> one it is. I didn't see which one it was. Uh, but yeah, I love that EP. I keep, I keep it on repeat. I keep checking it out, and I'm like, yep, it still fucking rips. And, and yeah, he's not only just singing about all this, uh, all this prejudice and injustice, but he's encouraging all listeners to back up their statements with action. And Corey has done exactly that. He has founded and been involved with multiple organizations, and he actually has the link tree associated with uh, Move's Instagram as a means of uh, direct contact for anyone who's interested in getting involved. Cool. So yeah, he's got a he's got a lot going on, and yeah, he lets everybody know about it. And fittingly, on Juneteenth, they released a single. This single from their upcoming full length, Black Radical Love. And that's going to be coming out in August, and yeah, it's a pretty fucking uh, it's a pretty fucking heavy single, um, but I do have a quote here from uh, uh, from Corey when I was looking up the uh, uh, when I was looking up the history or the sort of uh, not exactly explanation or <laughs> any types of reviews that had come out, so I can get the idea of what people were saying, and I found one on Stereo Gum where they. Uh, where they fit, feature this uh, statement from what Corey was saying about these songs. Let's see, I have it here. Yes, he said the songs are meant as a call to act. I want people to listen to these tracks and then move to better their conditions. 
I want people to move at our shows. The record deals with our current position living underneath the U.S. imperialist state, specifically a black experience. The need for revolutionary change and the fact people are actively building a better future right now. It's a tale of two records. Side A expresses our current frustrations and anger, and side B focuses on where we are going and the joy the journey brings us as we move towards a, a new tomorrow, where all people have their heads, uh, their heads, their needs met to live with their best lives. The aesthetics are a continuation of Freedom Dreams, as these songs are additional entries in a music-based political journal that have continued to evolve along with my own political education, with riffs and visuals that make you stop and take a second to appreciate the art. So yeah, <laughs> like I said, he has, he has a lot to say, and very well-versed, I might say. Anyway, the, the song of my choosing for this one is Summer Trend, and this thing is beyond heavy. <laughs> this, like uh, of the two songs, like Summer Trend and uh, uh, Imperialist Rain, this one just had a lot more going on. And lyrically, it's about how the uh, Black Lives Matter movement was seen as a sort of trend in the summer of 2020, hence the title. How people were so quick to jump on a movement only to jump off the next day. While Corey, he makes the point in this song that being black is not a trend <clears throat> and that the sympathy from armchair warriors doesn't help matters. And the song also features uh, Kayla Phillips, the vocalist from Bleed the Pigs, and River Elliott from Ballista. So this thing has got, a <clears throat> got some pretty high expectations beset for it. <laughs> so, uh, but I personally think that it delivers. If you uh, don't believe me, here we are, the summer trend. As we know, this country was built on the black backs of black people across this country. And if we don't have it, you ain't gonna have it either.
motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All three of those uh, vocals coming to head. It's just brutal. <laughs> uh, but there's more brutality yet to come in this episode. You'll understand why at the very end. <laughs> brutal. If you get that, if you get that quote, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, I just love the uh, uh, the last lines. Uh, also, by the way, if I, I'm looking at the lyrics on Apple Music, and it's literally the lyrics are written as is, but then in the middle of the song, right before the breakdown, you hear uh, Corey in the background just like uh, going on some uh, uh, going on some rhetoric. <clears throat> And, you know, it doesn't have that as the actual lyrics. It's said, instead replaced with Corey talking shit <laughs> in parentheses. <Nice. clears throat> I'm like, that's pretty funny. Uh, but the lyrics at the very end, it's like, put out a shirt, donate the funds, and sit back like your job is done. So you say that you're sorry, how you feel for our plight, get off your ass and continue the fight. It's like, Yeah. Like I said earlier, armchair warriors who <laughs> just so, you know, who are just hopping on a cause for one week and then next week, oh, that cause is blase. What's the next thing to fight about? It was like, a, that, was a, that was a South Park episode. The scars gives you applause. <laughs> you, remember, you remember that thing? There was always like a wristband for something, those little elastic yes. uh, wristbands. I remember the one that was popular in my high school was I Love Boobies because it was I breast cancer one. awareness. I had that one, yes. Yeah, I had one too. <laughs> and mine was apparently rare. It was like a black on purple. Oh, I don't, cool. I don't know why, but of course, as a teenage kid, I'm going to wear it around because <laughs> boobies. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I did support the... Yeah, not exactly support the cause, but it made me feel like I was. It's like, yeah, breast cancer awareness because breast cancer sucks. Cancer sucks. It's horrible. But it's like, okay, what else are you doing rather than just sort of waving the flag? Wearing your pink in October? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wearing the oh, pink wait, that's more of the same shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what the, uh, I just remember. Uh, uh, Cartman, he's got multiple wristbands just going up and down his arms, and he's just touting himself around like, look at all these causes, look at all these things I support, I'm such a good person. <laughs> yeah, so that's the uh, that's the problem that I see in a society today. It's like uh, if you, you can, I, it's like uh, there's a difference between agreeing with the cause and supporting a cause, I feel. And it's right. like, yes, I may agree that there is police brutality, and it is inflected on, on marginalized peoples. But what exactly am I doing to help that? Uh, not much, actually. <laughs> I'm not involved with any organizations or any, uh, or I'm not donating funds to any. So I don't really have a platform on which I can stand other than I sit here and I'm like, I agree with you. <laughs> right. Yep. So I'm just sort of calling myself out right there. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and. To be perfectly honest with everybody out there, there's so many causes, there's so many cancers and sicknesses and poor this and whatever you want to call anything, right? There's so many 
There's only so many you can actually, there's only so much time, so many resources most of us can actually apply to things. So we pick the shit that we feel is most important and hopefully for everybody there's something because we can all Mm -hmm. look at shit and be like, yep, that sucks, that sucks, that sucks, that sucks, that sucks, this sucks, that sucks, whatever, right? (laughs) But there ain't enough time and money and so you pick the ones. And for me personally, I do the ones that anything with animals and children, I always support because animals and children cannot support themselves. Sorry, everybody else. I feel most everybody else in some fashion or another, you can support yourself. Yep. But... The shit that is happening to animals and the shit that happens to children, out of their purview, out of their ability to affect on their own. Yes. So there you go. That's my... (laughs) (laughs) Again, it's tough to support everything other than saying that, hey, that sucks. I don't think it should happen. Hey, that sucks. I support this. But Mm -hmm. just as you said, how much are you supporting by just saying you're supporting or wearing your thing, whatever your thing happens to be? (laughs) Yeah. Or putting up your black box on your social medias. Oh, I know that. (laughs) I don't do any of that shit because I just don't. Yeah. I know that that's (laughs) just a... That's just taking causes and turning them into trends. Yeah. It's just to sort of like wear your own little badge of honor, just to sort of say, hey, see, I'm not prejudiced. Okay. Good. Well, Nobody noticed anyway. If you have to try to prove it, uh, what, right? Yeah. It's a, if you feel like you got something to prove, then chances are you're hiding something. That's probably true. You know, or you're just trying to overcorrect things. It's like, a, that's, People refer to that as reverse racism. I'm like, no, that's still racism. <laughs> right. It's like you're being overtly nice to a black person. I remember the, did you ever see the show Everybody Hates Chris? Yeah, I saw some of the earlier shows from it. Yeah, okay. episodes rather. Okay, yeah, that's the, for those of you who don't Love know. Chris it's Rock. A, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a show that was, uh, you know, written and narrated by Chris Rock. And it's based off of his uh, upbringing in uh, Brooklyn. And, you know, of course, not verbatim, plenty of liberties are taken, but it is based off of his uh, childhood. And his uh, teacher in high school, she is, he's the only uh, black kid in this high school. And the teacher is just being so nice to him, like overly nice. (laughs) And there is one episode where uh, they, uh, him and his best friend skip school to go watch uh, Ghostbusters in the theater. And they run into their teacher there and they're uh, how they run into her is pretty funny. Him and his friend are just laughing and they're just sort of like uh, mocking and imitating the movie and, th- and t- they don't know that they're sitting right behind their teacher and their teacher turns around. Will you keep it down? Oh, it's you. I'm sorry, Chris. I shouldn't have uh, scolded you when I know that your people don't <laughs> don't settle down in, <laughs> in movie theaters. But something to that degree. It's like, Okay, thanks for not punishing me, but still, what the hell? Right. <laughs> There's some pretty fucked up backwards-ass reasonings that exactly. you got there. So that's what I mean. It's, uh, it's brilliant writing like that to help my little brain see that, yeah, you can either, it's both ways. You can be entirely overly nice to somebody and thinking that they can do no wrong and just praising them as a saint or you just chast- <laughs> chastise them. You cast them out because one thing that's wrong with them. That's still, that's still prejudice right. either way. Right. Okay. So, yes. Move. Thank you for doing what you're doing. I think you guys are fucking awesome. You write good music. You write good lyrics. And 
Yeah, a lot of shit that you sing about, I agree with, especially the Slumlords one. Right. <laughs> Fuck every Slumlord in Boston. <laughs> I love that. You rig this game so the house always wins. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, that one, that one fucking gets me every time. Uh, but yeah, it's awesome, that, Corey, that you're uh, up there and uh, yeah, you're promoting all your uh, causes that you are actually involved with and you're following up with actions. Not many people do that these days, so right. good Absolutely. on you, sir. Absolutely. I salute you. <laughs> and I can't wait for that fucking album to come out. 11th of August, the day before my birthday. Now, I'll repeat that, people. A day before my birthday. <laughs> yeah, There's a lot of good shit happening that month. Nice. <laughs> August's going to be my month. So, but we'll get to that later. So, talked enough about Move. Move talks enough about uh, everything else. <laughs> well, uh, on this episode, I'm going to kick it off next couple episodes just because, as Eric said, we are trying to get to all the shit. And there's a couple bands. They didn't specifically send anything and ask to have their music played here. But you know what? Made friends, uh, met up with people just as we were doing, uh, you know, handing out poker chips and stickers and shirts and all the shit we were doing at Punk Rock Bowling. Well, there's a handful of bands and people in bands that we met. And so I want to support those bands as well. And so we're going to be playing one of them here, a couple on the next episode. And then I think even the next episode after that, I'll finally get to all of them. But first, we're going to get to the band Triangle Fire. Uh, newest release I saw is Triangle Fire EP. Came out in 2012. But they're still around kicking. Uh, they are from Athens in Georgia, so pretty far uh, journey for them to get to punk rock bowling. Yeah. We're handing out bit. stickers on the street just like uh, we were handing out stickers to folks too. And pizza punk with extra thick crust. That's the quote you'll see on their social medias, and I believe that was on the sticker too. And at first, when they first handed it to me, I thought, what is this weird pizza thing? Do they want me to go get this? Tri Where's this Triangle Fire pizza? What the fuck is this? And so I start looking <laughs> at it a little closer, like, oh, this is a band. Cool. You know, and it's crust punk. There you go. It all makes sense now, right? <laughs> uh, the, a triangle Fire? Maybe this is kind of a stretch, but you know how when you slice pizza, come the slices come out as triangles? Yeah. So, fire. Maybe it's a spicy pizza. Could be. Yeah. Maybe it's just got a shitload of jalapenos and uh, habanero sauces and uh, that Cholula added. <laughs> uh, or maybe it's just cheese people with a little uh, red pepper flakes that you put on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, Eric, off that EP from 2012, we are going to play a track from Triangle Fire called Bombs, Tear Gas, and Cocaine. Well, <laughs> some of that might be a little spicy. <laughs> a, a little bit. Some, say it burn your face right off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's some triangle fire.
beginning of that track, most of you were saying, didn't he say that was crust punk? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it got there. It pretty much is. <laughs> right? It got there. It, it is, it's cool. Uh, go check out Triangle Fire. I have to imagine, they, I mean, they still appear to be active. I don't think there was anything newer than that particular release, but a bunch of cool tracks uh, on there nonetheless. They had a Reverb Nation account along with a wow. band camp. Wow, that old. <laughs> yes. I think they had like some live stuff that might have been newer, but I opted to go with the non-live as we typically do. So go support them. Athens, Georgia. It was great to meet them. Great to get their sticker. Glad they were in punk rock bowling in Vegas like we were. Uh, we're about to get to talk about concerts and live shows. And on that note, there's a band that'll be on tour. We're going to play some more older music, I suppose. Not that old. It's just less than a year old. The band is Land of Wolves from Seattle. Uh, they released on July 1st, Conditions for Survival. So yes, a little bit less than a year ago. And right about that year mark for them, they're going to be hopping out on tours. So I want to thank Brian for reaching out and letting us know uh, the band was coming back. I think they were here, uh, I want to say early May, if I'm not mistaken, May or April or something like that. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Uh, but point is, is, they have a handful of shows that are coming up. I'm going to mention their shows now, but that... Uh, LP Conditions for Survival. They put a 16-track LP together. Pretty awesome. You should definitely go check it out. You can go over to their band camp, Land of Wolves. Uh, they'll be here on July 6th, and they'll be playing at Aces High Saloon. Uh, great venue there. Before I get to playing the track, I know I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but I'm going to mention their tour, and then I'll talk about all the other stuff on its own when that time comes here in a moment. But on July 5th, they will be in Boise at the Shredder, on the 6th, Aces High Saloon in Salt Lake City. On the 7th, the uh, Bar Bar, I guess is what it's called, in Denver, Colorado. And on July 8th, oh, yeah. at the Triple Nickel uh, Tavern in Colorado Springs. So they'll be doing four shows, more or less kind of a, a long weekender. I'm going to go over the flyers for those specific shows real quick so you know who's playing where on Thursday, July 6th. Uh, I think... The, that's in Salt Lake at Aces High Saloon, a $10 show. Uh, Eric's band, Apathetics, we're going to be playing. They're unable to play now, so Eric can tell you who's filling in there. The other part, band on the flyer says Senescence. Senescence. But I think Eric's They told also me, dropped off. <laughs> yes, I was going to say, I think he told me there's two different bands that'll be playing that show now. Uh, yes, there's one band that's going to be the Fancy Lads, who we played with uh, last week. And the other band that we'll be playing, it was, uh, I keep wanting to say Dreamweaver. Okay. <laughs> Dreamweaver. <laughs> but no, it's a Dream Weapon. Nice. Yeah, Dream Weapon and, uh, what was the, <laughs> Dream Weapon, Fancy Lads, and Land of Wolves. So kind of a unique uh, lineup because uh, Land of Wolves, they are a yeah, old school hardcore punk band, Fancy Lads. They're kind of an Op Ivy ripoff band, meaning they got a lot of uh, hard, fast uh, ska songs. <laughs> Minus the horns. <laughs> and uh, a lot of upbeat. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, quite a bit. 
And then uh, Dream Weapon, they're, a, they're also a relatively new band, and they're sort of like psych-infused uh, rock music. So, yeah, quite a spread. <laughs> well, you're about to find out Land of Wolves uh, real quick. On Wednesday, July 5th, uh, they'll be at the Shredder in Boise playing with Jimmy Sin Duo, Sirens Rain, and the Crawlouts. That's a $10 show. That one is all ages. So they go at the Shredder. Uh, then they will be in Denver on July Friday, July 7th. Uh, they'll be playing with Barking Mad, Day Trader, and that is unfortunately an adults only. So uh, there you go. Bar Bar is the location. $10, 8 o'clock is when the show starts, and their last show of that four-day tour at the Triple Nickel Tavern in Colorado Springs. Uh, that'll be Saturday, July 8th. Land of Wolves will be playing with Fragile City and Current Failures. It's also a $10 show. Unfortunately, the Tavern is an adults-only venue at 8 o'clock. That's on Saturday. So go check out Land of Wolves at one of those if they're in a town somewhere near you. And we're going to check out a track from Conditions for Survival from Land of Wolves from last year on July. Less than a year old. Here we go with the track Recession Proof. type of band you want to see live with a packed audience right because <laughs> everybody be gonna be moving to that shit absolutely <laughs> oh god land of wolves i'm i'm bummed that i'm not a <clears throat> that i'm not playing the like not sharing the stage with those guys but you know it's just awesome that they're gonna be in town i'm definitely gonna go check them out <laughs> i wish yeah. i was i'm gone out of salt lake from the second through the ninth so yeah. i will be missing I'll be going in your steed. <laughs> yes. So Eric will be reporting back in a couple weeks. Uh, that'll be awesome. 
And we are at that point in the show. We both have some great cover-to-cover albums we're going to talk about. Before we get there, we're going to talk about any live shows that Eric might have went to, as I have not gone to any in the last week. And then we both have shows to mention as we do. So, Eric, kick it off. Yeah, I went to a show last week. I had to go because I was playing the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Apathetics, we uh, played with... uh, uh, Fancy Lads and the Reppertons, who claimed that they were from Virginia, but they were also from Tennessee. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they're on this uh, city. I can't remember what it is, but it's one of those cities that's like on the state line. So, yeah, you could say they're from Tennessee or they're from Virginia. You would be correct either way. <laughs> sort of like how we have Wendover here, where it's like half of the city is in Nevada while the other half is here in Utah. True. Yep. It's, I like to make the joke, you enter the, you go through the doors of the casino through Utah, and as soon as you get past the, the entrance, legalize gambling. Right. <laughs> that's where all the slot machines are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically what, uh, what they have over there. But anyway, Reppertons, uh, they were badass. I was, talking to, uh, I was talking to Troy, their drummer, who was actually a drummer for Blitzkid. Oh, wow. Yeah, didn't know that, so that was a fun little... Uh, Inclusion. Yep. Yeah. They were. Yeah. They were super nice. They had a. They had an old school skate punk vibe to them. So apathetics kind of fit the bill with. Uh, with that, and of course apathetics. We played. We had fun. We didn't. Uh, we didn't have any uh, major fuck ups or anything like that. <laughs> That's good news. Oh uh, yeah, and the people were digging it, and uh, we had a uh, our friends there. Uh, one of which is a, uh, a chick who's smitten with Ben. <laughs> Oh, nice! Good oh, for yeah. Ben. <laughs> yeah, damn good for Ben. And another, w- and another one is uh, my friend who, uh, who I've been uh, collaborating with with making flyers. She's the one who made the DRI flyer, and she made the flyer for our upcoming show with Boss's daughter. Cool. So, well, she did the artwork. I did the rest of the flyer. <laughs> I'll say that, but you know, she's, uh, yeah, she's got a talent for bringing my vision to life. So awesome. Yeah, and she basically became uh, the official apathetics groupie because every time we, she comes to a show, she's always like, you guys want some food? Do you need help setting up? Do you need help taking everything? And she also uh, got a bunch of, uh, of panties. I don't know if they were used or not. And after our set, they, she just flinged them up to all of us. There was a, uh, there was a lot of them. Nice. So that was pretty funny. I suppose that's <clears throat> nice to have somebody to do that for you. <laughs> yeah, make us feel like big shots, <laughs> right? Yeah. So that was uh, that was kind of fun. And then when uh, Fancy Lads, they were the last band to play that night. I saw one of the uh, <clears throat> the panties hanging around, and I was like, "Hey, catch!" And I threw it to the guitarist, tried to get it on the headstock of his guitar, but I missed. Nice. Uh, and he t- he took it in uh, good humor. He was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and fancy lads, that was my first time seeing or really hearing them. You know, again, I thought they were like a uh, just looking at their logo, just that uh, straight two tone black and white stencil artwork. I'm like, you guys are a ska band, are you? I've seen that shit on many a specials cover and many uh, an Op Ivy cover, and sure enough, they sounded pretty similar to Op Ivy. Nice. Yep, they were just as hard when they wanted to be, and they were just as dancey as they wanted to be. Not much in between. But <laughs> yeah, but they were great. Yeah, nice folks, too. And I learned that their bassist was actually uh, was one of the guys who tried out to be Suburban Hellkill's bassist before I entered the fold. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, kind of interesting. Right? <laughs> yeah, everything's just coming around. And the Rippertons, they really liked us. They wanted, they're just like, hey, let's do a... 
let's do a halfway show, like a we meet somewhere in the Great Plains, like you coming Nebraska, from Nebraska. Go to yeah, Omaha, exactly. <laughs> Or Topeka. <laughs> there or, you go. Or Wichita. Or do a weekend and do all three. Yeah, maybe. Just go Colorado, Wichita, then uh, Knoxville. There you go. <laughs> That's just such a long drives. <laughs> such long drives for three shows. Right. Three, three cities and three different states. It'd be such a weird tour. I don't know. We'd have to go through Lincoln for a nice little wraparound or anything. Right. Yeah. But if we're doing something like that, we might as well just do the whole Midwest. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Uh, but those are uh, plans that are not even, they're not even official. This is just us uh, living on pipe dreams and thinking, yeah, what if? <laughs> uh, anyway, that was the show. And it was, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I had a good time. Anyway, for the ones that are coming up, uh, on the 22nd, if you're listening to this right now, that will be tonight. Merked, Cutthroat Youth, Raid, and Mocosos will be playing at the Beehive starting at, 10, uh, st- starting at $10, and it starts at 7 p.m. Uh, meanwhile, Sentence to Die, Blood Tithe, Dissociate, Portraits, and Service Weapon all be playing at Black Lung. That's $15, and it will be at 7 p.m., and that'll basically be uh, Portraits' kickoff party for their tour. I'll be talking about their tour in just a few minutes. There's uh, three of our local bands going out of state right now and doing the whole little... Uh, going up to the northwest, going up to the southwest, and all along the west coast. They got some good shit coming up. That's awesome. Yeah, but I'll get to that in a few minutes. On the 23rd, Old Face Magenta, Screwed, Manhattan Project, and Eardrums be playing at Black Lung Society. $10, 7 p.m. Also on the 23rd at Aces is Crucial Nights with Ru- uh, not Rule, Ryle, Dehorn, Dunn, Accidente, and Blood Moon. That's at $10, also starts at 7 p.m. So you're going to have to choose one or the other there, folks. <laughs> I'll be checking out Crucial Nights. I like all those bands. On uh, the 24th, Stop the Presses, Murphy the Giant, Scum Lads, and DJ Burn a Fire will be playing at Black Lung. That starts at 8 p.m., $10 entry. On the 27th, Snuff Tape, Dragged Out, In Rapture, and No Jura be playing at Black Lung. And that's uh, $10 if you buy the pre-sale, but $12 cash if you're at the door. And that'll start at 7 p.m., on the 29th, Godflesh and Prison Religion will be playing at the Metro. That's about $40. It says like 39 and some change, but just round it out to the nearest 10th. <laughs> anyway, that starts at uh, 8 p.m. And finally, on the 2nd of July, Zodiac Killer will be playing with Portraits, Service Weapon, and Honor Code. That will be Portraits Return to Utah. <laughs> cool. Anyway, talking about the uh, tour... Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about portraits. Um, the first show that they'll be playing out of state will be on the 23rd up in Boise. They'll be playing at the Paulus Place with I Hear Sirens, Chief Broom, and Stomp. That'll be $10 and starts at 6.30 p.m. And by the way, there are some shows on here that will be playing in the cities, but I don't have the info because I even reached out to... Uh, uh, to Derek over in the Portraits Instagram page, and even he doesn't know. They're just like, yeah, we, we have no idea. We just know we're going to be there. Okay? So uh, keep a lookout on the 24th, people in Tacoma. <laughs> they were originally supposed to play Seattle, too, but I guess that fell through. But they'll be up there. So get them a show. <laughs> Nice. Anyway, on the 25th, they'll be in Springfield, Oregon, playing at The Spot on 535 Main Street with Shellshock, Breakneck, Flow, Misery Whip, and Drunk. That's D-R slash Unk. Okay. Yeah, Dr. Unk. 
Doctor Unk. <laughs> is that a is that a what they call the doctor in ancient Egypt? <laughs> Probably yes. <laughs> Probably performed Seems all his right. surgeries with a fucking unk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that'll be at seven p.m. Twelve dollars entry. On the twenty sixth, they'll be at Sacramento. Don't know where they'll be playing or who they'll be playing with, but yeah, that's where they'll be. Uh, on the 27th, they will be playing at the Red Brontosaurus in San Diego. That's on 2044 North Parkway. And they'll be meeting up with our friends at Mandalore and Absolved there. So, yeah, those are the other two bands that are on tour together. Nice. Yeah, I'll be talking about those guys in a minute. Uh, they'll also be playing with Nowhere Safe and Spiritual Warfare. That is $10 starting at 6 p.m. On the 28th, they will be in Vegas. No info yet. Sorry. <laughs> uh, on the 29th, they will be in Tempe, Arizona, playing at The Beast. <laughs> yeah, don't go over that. Don't throw your balls over that wall. <laughs> the Beast will get you. And that'll be at, yeah, that's on 960 West University Temple Drive. They'll be playing with a continent named Come. Mark, uh, I'm sorry, Come Coma. Uh, I have, a, I have not gone back and corrected these, but <laughs> A Continent Named Coma, Marked for Life, Bite the Hand, and Silk Stockings. That'll be $10, and it's a 21-plus it's a show. Sorry. And the 30th, they will be playing in Albuquerque at La Chancla with Itami, Cell Damage, and Zero Silence. That is uh, $10, and they will be going on at 7 p.m. And in July, they will be... On uh, July 1st, they will be in Denver, and... July 2nd, well, I already told you, they'll be back home. <laughs> so they have a send-off party and a welcome-home party. Lucky little fucks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, as for the other band, Mandalore and Absolved. On the 22nd, they'll be playing in St. George. I don't have any info for that one. Yeah, but... I have a feeling St. George does not get enough punk shows. I would wager to say that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> but I have information for every other show that they'll be playing. On the 23rd, they will be playing in Las Vegas at 5299 Coa Avenue as part of the Summer Slam 2023. They'll be playing with Hard Pipe Hitters, Muertos Heist, and Ugly Boy. That is uh, $10, and it starts at 6 p.m. On the 24th, they will be playing at Arroyo Grande, California at the Hello Village with roving and no warning shots, starting at 7 p.m. and it's $12. On the 25th, they will be playing Oxnard. Then they'll be playing in a house. So you're going to ask somebody who, where the fuck that is. They'll be playing with Swingback, Plausible Deniability, and Savior Complex. Get ready for the Nardcore, folks. <laughs> That'll be uh, $10, starting at 6 p.m., and at the 27th, like I said, they'll be meeting up with portraits at the Red Brontosaurus in San Diego. Uh, once again, that will be, uh, da, 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 there we are, uh, with Nowhere Safe and Spiritual Warfare. $10 starts at 6 p.m. On the 28th, they'll be in South Whitea, Whiter, Whitter, Whittier, California? Whittier. South, South Whittier. <laughs> Whittier? Well, I'm witty, so South Whiter, <laughs> California. <laughs> the southern part of the white California. Anyway, they'll be playing at the hideout and be playing with uh, Monette, Quiet Fear, and uh, Joy Lume, J-O-I-L-U-M-E. So, uh, I don't know. And Othiel, that is uh, $6, starting at 7 p.m. On the 29th, they will be in Tucson, playing at the groundwork with In Lessons and Vergüenza. That's $10, starts at 7 p.m., and we'll once again be meeting up with uh, Portraits in Albuquerque on the 30th. Once again, that's with Le Chancla, Itami, Cell Damage, and Zero Silence. $10, 7 p.m. 
Then on July 1st, they will be playing at Gallup, New Mexico at The Juggernaut with Low Cash Ninjas and Heart Museum. That'll be $10 and starts at 8 p.m. Also, I got an in from Conrad, Low Cash Ninjas, coming back to Salt Lake. So all you Crack Rock kids, get ready. Awesome. <laughs> yep, pull out the pipes and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, on the 2nd, they will be playing in Grand Junction at Westlake Park Skate Park with Merked and Cutthroat Youth. That'll be at 5 p.m., and it's a, base, it's a donation-based entry. Yep. So that'll be when uh, yeah, Merked and Cutthroat Youth, they're, they're coming up here already. Cool. <laughs> Let me see. Is that uh, – yeah, that's tomorrow. Well, tonight, people. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, those are all the, those are all the tours for our th- – those are all the spots for our three bands who are going to be out on tour out west this month So, and part of the next month. So if you're out in any of those cities, do yourselves a favor and check all of them out. All of them. Travel and see all of them. <laughs> uh, no, just see the ones that are closest to you, but see all the bands. I love all, th- I love all three of them. I don't know much about your guys' local bands, but I assume they're good too, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Send them our way next time, huh? <laughs> Right. All right. I got a few to go through. I'm going to go quickly. Uh, June 23rd, that's this Friday, Land of Wolves. They're playing a local show for them at the Tin Hat. It'll be a 7 p.m. show, five bucks. They will be playing with the band Nolte and Forest of Hate. So uh, you can go check them out there. I assume that's Seattle or thereabouts. Then uh, Circus Rhapsodies, partway through their West Coast tour. If you haven't seen them already, you definitely should. Tonight, as we're recording, they're in Sacramento playing at the High Water Brewery. If you go to Circus underscore Rhapsody over on Instagram, you'll probably find out where they are. The flyer that I have is old enough that they didn't have where they're playing on the 22nd. On the 23rd, they'll be in Kingman, Arizona at Black Bridge Brewery. The 24th, Lake Havasu at Jeremy's Juke Joint. And wrapping up their tour here in the States uh, in Las Vegas at Cemetery Pulp on June 25th. Go check them out. Brought to you here also uh, in part by uh, Mannequin Vanity Records. So check them out too. Uh, Support them. Next, Friday, June 30th, Hunting Lions. They'll be at Winter's Tavern. And they will be, the show starts at 9. They will be playing with Oil, Skinny Pete, and the Meats, Control Freaks. That is Winter's Tavern in Pacifica, California. It's a free show, but unfortunately it's for 21 and older. But a lot of really great bands there. I don't know, Control Freaks, need to check them out. But all the other bands, pretty fantastic. I've seen two of them. Would love to go see Oil. Uh, They're awesome, too. Then on July 5th, I guess that's a little far out, but uh, the Bell Tones with Squillette from France playing with Skinny Pete and the Meats as well. That's in Sacramento. Reno Band jumping in, playing some of them Northern California shows. That's great. Uh, Criminal Outfit is also on the bill. $15 in advance, so go check that one out. Uh, Sweat, they're on tour uh, starting in Albany, California, uh, June 30th. I'll talk more about that as we get closer, but they're basically here on the West Coast. Saturday, July 8th, son of a bitch, I'm out of town on that day. I get back the next day, so I'm going to (laughs) miss Sweat when they come to Salt Lake, but they'll be in Salt Lake on July 8th, so all you Salt Lake folks... Go find them. Go find, uh, go find their social medias and such. I'll mention more about that tour next week as it's still a little bit uh, further out. Next, it's Punk Rock SummerSlam at Decadence Skate Shop. This is a free show, 
And you can go see Lee Harvey and the Sharpshooters, Ad Nauseam, the Outlaw Stiffs, and the Girds. And this will be in Pocatello, Idaho's Decadence Skate Shop. Saturday, June 14th. That's this week. It's an all-ages show, and it's free, and it starts at 6. So get there. Go check out all of those bands if you're in Pocatello. Uh, Agonizer and Agonizers Antagonizers will be playing this Friday, June 23rd. Uh, it'll be an Atlanta Bands show, and it's brought to you by Blabbermouth Booking. Along with Antagonizers ATL, you get Bro, and that's B-R-E-A-U-X from Atlanta. Uh, Dial Drive, what's that? Pronounced bruh. 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 <laughs> Dial Drive from Orlando, uh, the longest haul, and that's H-A-L-L, the longest haul from Tavares, Florida, and then the Aggravated from Atlanta. That will be at the Star Bar in Atlanta. in advance, $18 at the door. It is a 21 and older show, but go check it out. A lot of really great bands there, and that is on the 23rd. If you haven't seen Antagonizers yet, fuck, you got it. They put on a fantastic show. On June 30th, another one of those Squillette shows, Squillette from Paris. They'll also be playing this one with Criminal Outfit, and then Dogface Bastards, Still Pissed. And the negative thoughts inside. This will be at Long Be- in Long Beach, California, at Supply and Demand's fifteen dollars show, and it's twenty one and older. Yes, so many of the shows are twenty one and older. That's just what it is. Get older, eventually you will. Look for the shows that you can get to. <laughs> Either get older or get a fake ID, man. <laughs> right. All right. I'm going to quickly mention that Hub City Stompers also doing a 2023 West Coast tour, starting in Tacoma, Washington, on. The 14th of July. It's a little bit far out, but they'll be at Aces High Saloon on Monday, July 17th. I will be in town for that one, and I'm definitely going to check out Hub City Stompers. They put on a fantastic show, too. So uh, I'll mention more as it gets closer, but they'll be in Portland and Boise, uh, Las Vegas, and then several locations in California from the 14th of July through the 22nd of July. We'll mention more as it gets closer. Finally, last one to mention on July 8th. Yes, this is a little far out too, but it's a little bit bigger deal here. Uh, You might want to travel for stuff like these. In Brewster, Massachusetts, on July 8th, it's Cape Chaos. They will have bands, vendors, food. It's a $20 show that starts at noon, and it's all ages, and you get bands like Lenny Lashley's Gang of One, uh, Bar Fight Champs, Dead Low, The FUs, Jobber, Working Poor USA, Scumbari, Jerry's Got Jokes, several bands uh, brought to you in part. It looks by, like by Audio Epidemic Records, great label there, love playing their stuff. Uh, played at least half those bands, and some of those I definitely am interested in checking out. So if you're up there in the Northeast, it might be something you want to go travel to. That's all I've got. Eric, unless you ended up with something else, let's get into those albums. No, I haven't got much else. All right. I got, I had a lot to get through. Yes, and we were ready for some more music, so onward and upward. Honestly, be surprised if I missed anything. (laughs) It's just me saying. Okay. So, uh, yeah, now on to the, uh, the coup de grace of split albums that have been released this year, right. the collaborative effort of the bands Boris and Uniform. And I talked about them a few episodes ago uh, when they released their first single, which was the uh, uh, b- 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 Bright New Disease. Uh, that's, the, that's the name of the album. I can't remember the name of the song, at least, but <clears throat> it's like the, it is the opening track on this album. Anyway, I'm here to talk about 
the rest of it. <laughs> For those of you that don't remember, uh, Boris is an experimental rock sort of metal band. They started in Japan in the early 90s, and they did a... They have a vast repertoire of a lot of uh, a lot of different styles of music, going from alternative rock to like drone to just straight up hardcore, and to like, oh man, I don't even know, like a lot of industrial and shoegaze and all these little ambient dreamscapey music, and even just straight garage rock. They go all over the damn place, and you know now they're linking up with uh, Uniform to like say, hey, how about we do an album together? And Uniform's like. Kudos. Let's do it. <laughs> and yeah, Uniform, they're an industrial band from uh, New York City. They were uh, they were founded in uh, 2013. And not as extensive uh, genre-bending uh, attack. They mostly stick to a lot of uh, uh, industrial music laced together with uh, hardcore and metal. But, you know, that's somewhere in Boris's catalog, so they managed to work very well off of each other. And they did have a... They did have something like this happen, a, a collaborative effort, but it was on stage. They, it was in a 2019, Boris invited Uniform up on stage. They were on tour together and did a reimagine of their song, Okuma no Yuta. And that, comb and that combination worked so seamlessly that obviously an album was in the works. So that brings us to the album. <laughs> yeah. Bright New Disease. And yeah, let me tell you, this, this record goes you know, as expected, kind of all over the place, but in a controlled chaos. It's sort of like, a, let me put it this way. They match, they match each other's styles pretty well. Good. You know, and there are some songs where you can tell this is more of a uniform song or this is more a Boris dipping their fingers into the pan. <laughs> yeah. And I got, yeah, we can go through the tracks here, like a uh, weaponized grief. It has more of a uniform stamp on it as it's a, uh, as it's relentless, noisy, industrial hardcore. <laughs> and, the, and the song No, which is the first song that I chose, it teeters more to the side of Boris, as the vocals shift back and forth between uh, Michael Burden from Uniform and Wata and Takeshi, with uh, Wata throwing down some fucking serious leads. You know, that's how you can kind of tell that's a Boris part, because Uniform doesn't have a lot of leads. Uh, but they feed into each other on this track as they are both playing to their strengths of noise and hardcore and metal. And I keep hitting the mic with my own fucking hand. <laughs> I talk with my hands, people. It would make more sense if I was on uh, on camera. But anyway, uh, before might I go... Might be coming. Might be. Yep. Yeah, might be. It's going to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, before I go through uh, the rest of the the music on here, my little verbal um, explanations as to what the music is. Uh, let's listen to No. And no, it's not a Subhumans cover song. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go.
So you can kind of sense uh, where some of those worlds are uh, colliding in a, in a very good way, too. Right. Yeah, but it doesn't stop there. It's songs like uh, uh, The Look is a Flame and The Sinners of Hell feel more as if Boris took the reins as they submerge themselves as more uh, uh, in more ambient sonic scapes with some rather grueling swells and sounds in the background. It's like music you hear in, the, in a horror movie. You know what I'm talking about. When it gets all silent, the guy's sort of creeping around the dark hallway. You just hear these little... <laughs> that's the type of music you hear in there. So that's pretty awesome. And then you have a song like A, a Man From Earth that sounds like they ripped something off from Deftone's Saturday Night Wrist album. It's a soaring fuzzy vocals and spacey overtones. And then you have Narcotic Shadow has more of an 80s dark wave feel with the synth playing more bouncy rhythms like and also little somber refrains with some uh, jungle beats in the background. It's such a weird This whole album is weird. <laughs> what am I saying? But it's just going all over the place like I said, but it all kind of wraps up in this uh there is this centripetal motion that is keeping it all you know in the right spots. Good. And, and yeah, that brings us to Endless Death Agony. It is their hardest song on here, and everyone is firing on all cylinders here between the riffs and the beats and the vocals and the solos and the chance of keep fucking silent just right at the very end. It just really hammers it on home. So, uh, yeah, this would have been a fucking fitting ender to this album, but it's not. It's, a, it's toward the end, but it's not the closer. Uh, maybe that'll be the closer for when they uh, play it live, I guess. Could be. Yeah, could be. Uh, if you don't believe me, here is Endless Death Agony.
baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, God damn. Yeah, and mind you, not every song on this album is banger after banger. Like I said, there are some more uh, uh, softer and uh, dreamscapey parts where you can like let the music just sort of uh, submerge you and just be, okay, rest a little bit here. <laughs> uh, yeah, as far as collabs go, this is a match made in hell. The pair work well off of each other with their sounds complementing each other while adapting to the other styles and molds together so naturally. And I can only hope that with this album, Boris and Uniform tour together, and, and they do this thing, they do the thing where it's like Boris does their a set of their own material, then Uniform does a set of their own, and then they do a closing set where it's them playing the shit off of this album. That's cool. I think that would be awesome. I've seen it done before with a... A totally different group and a totally different genre it was the uh, group Clockwork Indigo, which was a hip hop super group consisting of members from Flatbush Zombies and the Underachievers. And they did a whole uh, Clockwork Indigo tour in 2014. And, and that's exactly what happened. The Underachievers came out, did their set. Then Flatbush Zombies came out and did theirs. And then they all came on stage together and did a whole Clockwork Indigo set. Right. Yep. If you want to know more about it, I wrote a review on that show. <laughs> yeah, I mostly just uh, really insisted that I review that show so I could get me and my girlfriend in for free. <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah, it, and it worked out, and it was a fun show, and I wrote a decent review about it. Except they, at one point, the one of the DJs brought up a bunch of uh, chicks on stage. You could tell they were underage, and he was like, let's have a twerking Let's have a twerk off. So I'm like... Great, you have a bunch of teenagers up on stage shaking their ass. I don't want to see that. <laughs> right, I was going to say, you went from entertainer to, are you a pedophile? You look like a pedophile. This is pedophile <laughs> behavior. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they just looked very young. I can't <laughs> verify their age, but they Fair. just they looked young. I'm like, Ugh, I don't we'll, know. We'll call it borderline pedophile behavior then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was an all-ages show, so can't, couldn't rule that shit out. <laughs> I mean, I was there. I wasn't even 21 yet. So, <laughs> uh, but anyway, that was a great show. And yeah, Boris Uniform, you guys are doing such great shit together. I hope to see. Uh, I mean, Uniform, I've seen you live before. I want to see you again. But Boris, I'd really like to see you guys, and I'd like to see you both together. Please do a tour together. <laughs> it would just be awesome. <laughs> nice. Uh, anyway, yeah, this uh, album. I can already tell you, it's made my list of best albums of the year so far. Cool. So yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it's only been released for a few days, but I've listened to it a lot. Awesome. <laughs> and not just for the fact that I needed to get <laughs> two songs for this for this episode. <laughs> I really genuinely love this album. Anyway, that's Boris and Uniform. That is Bright New Disease. And I'm happy to let this disease infect me. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of great albums of the year... This one's a great album of last year. So the band Skin Flicks, they released two albums in 2022. Uh, first up, they released Old Dogs, New Tricks. So that full-length came out on October 21st, 2022. I think they'd released a handful of singles leading up to it, if I'm not mistaken. And then they ended up releasing The Cream of the Cropped. That is a fantastic name for a skinhead band. Uh, for an yeah. album, rather. The album for a skinhead band. Cream of the Crop Tops? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Cream of the Cropped was a, like a greatest hits. 
Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is, is they actually had a lot of other greatest hits tracks from their previous releases. They were active from 97 to 2002, then reunited in 21. Hence, you Whoa. get the album, uh, the two albums in December of 22. So they had four original albums in that 97 to 2002, and then the one new album. That greatest hits feature tracks from those first four, plus they even included a couple, which I assume they thought would be hits, on that uh, Cream of the Crop from Old Dog's New Tricks that came out in 2022. As Cream of the Crop came out on December 23rd of 2022. Yes, this past December 23rd. Merry Christmas to all. Uh, great. The, the band, if you're unfamiliar with Skin Flicks, they are Luxembourg's Most Hated. <laughs> Luxembourg. <laughs> right. Uh, Luxembourg. So if you're unfamiliar, it is, it's in Europe, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> so Luxembourg is near France. It's next to France. And specifically, uh, Luxembourg, let's see. I'm going to pull it up on a map so I don't miss. I know it's a tiny little country just nestled in those little... Uh, isn't it like between France and like Denmark or something? It's between... So it borders, it looks like, France, Germany, and Belgium. Okay. If I'm reading the map right. Okay, so it's more in the Central Europe. Yes. So it borders in those areas. Uh, it's, you're right. It is very small. Uh, I don't play a lot of... I mean, this is the only band I know of from Luxembourg is Skin Flicks, but they are fantastic, by the way. Uh, they... On Punkanoi Worldwide, I didn't play... I didn't do a Luxembourg episode, so I didn't play Skin Flicks there, even though I've played them several other places. But I didn't play in there because I don't know any other bands. It's pretty <laughs> small. So if there are other bands, yeah, you know, let Eric and I know. We're always happy to check out bands from everywhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, skin Flicks. Yeah. Greatest skinhead band from Luxembourg. What else is there? <laughs> right. <laughs> so my list for top albums of 2022... Uh, I had them at number 20, and realistically, it's way higher than that. Like, when I'm trying to go over, like, the list, I, I did a list of 25, and there were so many great ones. Like, I'm looking at the list, and there were a lot of really good albums that I really enjoyed. I really think it's higher. I really think Old Dog's New Tricks, I just didn't really get a chance to really get into it before I was making the the list for the end of the year. Since then... Absolutely love that album. Definitely one of my favorite albums I'm listening to at the moment. Important music I think a lot of people need to hear because a lot of people aren't singing this kind of stuff. I think some people stay away from some of these type of things. Uh, Like uh, Fuck the Punk Police was uh, one of the tracks that was on (laughs) and that we played as it was an early release single. We played that track from this album. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Right? (laughs) The Punk Police, yeah. Still stands true to this day. Fuck the punk police. Exactly. I mean, there are some really great tracks on that album, Old Dog's New Tricks. Uh, Fuck the punk police is one. Woke as fuck. Uh, I don't remember if I played that one or not. There's a lot of other great tracks. I've played a few of them already. They have a great sound. It reminds me of when I did the interview with Day Drinker and Bart said when they were doing Day Drinker, they wanted to do a band that didn't have, you know, kind of an oi band, whatever, street punk, but didn't have Cookie Monster vocals, right? <laughs> and by that description, I'm sure we can all say, all right, yeah, I know exactly what you mean when you say Cookie Monster vocals. Well, yeah, I'm thinking Kong Kong. <laughs> maybe, you know, yeah. and there, there's so many others. A lot of oi bands and street punk bands kind of have that deep, growly, 
kind of unique. I'm not saying it all kind of blends together, but it just kind of has that one particular sound where you're like, okay, yep, that probably falls in the cookie monster, I'm doing air quotes, category. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, the Skin Flicks album, their music, it does not. And I think I've talked enough. Let's play a track. Uh, I'm playing two tracks I haven't played from it yet. Uh, not like you, I think, like I say, I think it's pe music people need to hear. You know, the, a lot of this stuff, I, I can envision myself singing it as well because that's right, not like you. So here we go. Here's uh, Skin Flicks off of Old Dog's New Tricks. Like you, skin flicks. He's got a uh, <clears throat> he's got a vocal tone that's a uh, very similar, kind of a lower uh, version of uh, Colin from uh, uh, Cox Bar. Nice, I like it. Yeah, I like it. I like it too. <laughs> it's a, it's sultry. Absolutely, uh, talented musicians, right? It's not uh, great rock and roll sounds, but still that punk skinhead oi 
sound at the same time, but it, you know, I say that, and so much of Oi music, I think, has a lot of rock and roll elements to it anyway. Yeah. But this one for sure. Sort of that version of rock and roll that's more of like a, not exactly an attack on the senses, but just right. more like a, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just sort of like grab your face and look him in the eyes, just like, you're going to see some shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. You know, they put the album and then the greatest hits out in 2022. They are releasing a single. It's in August. You can go pre-order it. It's called Gentrified for Your Sins. And <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty interesting. Right? Gentrified for Your Sins. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're just going to take your sins and make them look... Appeals, uh, make them look appealing <laughs> and incredibly expensive. <laughs> right. Uh, you can get go order that. I think it releases on August 4th. I already did. Uh, I'm really excited for it. I love the album. Like I said, I put it on my list. Sometimes, and I even say that when I do my list, on this day, this is probably how it's going to go. But doesn't mean it wouldn't change on another day. And yes, if I were to do my list now, these guys would be like up towards the top. I really enjoyed this album. Been listening to it a lot. One of my favorite tracks, one I haven't played, one they released as a single for the album early on, like in 2021, I think is when the single was originally released, but this is the album it's on. It's called Won't Bend the Knee. It's fantastic. Let's do this. Eric and I both have some death metal coming up, but here's Skin Flicks, Won't Bend the Knee.
go. Won't bend the knee, won't take a knee. Right? <laughs> Though I will uh, take your knee after I bend it. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. The mind's, uh, the mind's elsewhere. It's in the future. But <laughs> I'll reserve that for a minute. <laughs> Well, as you remember, I said they reunited in 2021. This was, I think, the first single they released after getting back together, came out on that. I, like I said, it's an important album. I think they released it at a time. People, There's people out there that needed to hear that. They were talking about people's dishonest claims. You know, ain't going to bend the knee. Sue me, blow me. I ain't going <laughs> to bend the knee. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Good stuff. Love that band. Glad they're making more of the music. Uh, I think they uh, are one of those bands that I think opens up the door for those that might be worried about the punk police. Y you know, some of these people that they were yeah. singing about. And, and so it kind of gives way like, yeah, fuck yeah, they're doing it. I'm going to do it too. Funny thing is, I'm uh, sort of currently writing a song for Apathetics called FCC. Fuck cancel culture. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fitting because we know what the FCC is. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that album's fantastic. I should have rated it far higher than I did. It was still on my list, and I had a gigantic list. I mean, I did a top 25, but I mentioned so many albums because I do enjoy the music. I do enjoy what everybody's doing out there, and I definitely like this one. Been listening to this a ton recently as it's pretty fantastic. Eric, we got to wrap up the show, though. We each got a death metal track. You're up first. Yeah, this one I didn't originally choose. I had another song planned to be talking about this episode, but today, as I was out driving, I got a little, uh, I got a little message from uh, Loudwire in my email. It was an article that read, Death Clock releases new single and announces when their movie is going to release, and their soundtrack album, and their brand new album, Death Album 4. I was like, wait. New music. The <laughs> first song by Death Clock in 10 years. Just released today. Oh, buddy, I gotta find this fucking thing, and I found it. Aortic Desecration. It is a real Death Clock song. They are... The long-awaited uh, series finale is upon us. In other words, the Doomstar is upon us. It's going to be Army of the Doomstar. That's not going to be out until August. A lot of good shit is happening in August. Like I said, you know, I'm getting the new uh, Move LP. And now I can get the whole Metalocalypse... Uh, uh, series with the Doomstar Requiem in a complete box set that's being released in August that I get to see the new Death Clock movie get to listen to the new Death Clock album and the Death Clock soundtrack <laughs> and the only thing that would complete is if I saw Death Clock that month well I will be seeing them but not until October with Baby Metal so I'll have to wait a little longer on that but what's better is I'll be seeing my favorite band that month yeah, Flogging Molly's also playing a show. Cool. August is going to be my month, buddies. <laughs> I even uh, told my friend uh, uh, that Death Clock's released a new shit, and it's in August. She's like, let's have a uh, Death Clock birthday. I'm like, oh, yeah. Death day, birthday, death day. <laughs> That's actually the – that is the name of one of their fucking songs. And in the episode, they – Make the most brutal birthday birthday cake where the frosting is made from arsenic. Nice. And yeah, 
They kill the they kill the princess of Denmark that way. <laughs> yeah, she goes to sample the frosting, and she's like, "Ooh, it's so good!" That <laughs> fucking dies. <laughs> oh yeah, the the body count in Metalocalypse is uh, it's in the six digits for sure. Nice. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Like I said, I had another song planned, but Death Clock took over. I'm like, I feel like I need to talk about this song now. Otherwise, I will die. <laughs> Have you seen what happens to their fans on their shows? <laughs> dire consequences, man. Dire consequences. So let's not waste any more time. This is the newest song from Death Clock. And oh, God. Oh, God. Yes. Just play it.
<laughs> it's so nice to know that after all these years, uh, Death Clock still feels like they haven't missed a beat. I mean, they had to go and uh, rescue their uh, guitarist from the silver-faced menace who was trying to kill him with his legion of warriors known as the Revengeancers. And now the Doomstar is lurking overhead and the Tribunal is uh, working on desecrating the planet if it means destroying Death Clock. Metalocalypse has begun, you know, with General Crozier and his Falconback project. And, of course, Salacia. Oh, the mysterious Salacia who is just about to go up in arms against all five Death Clock members. It's going to be epic, man. (laughs) I suggest watching the trailer. It's fucking hilarious. (laughs) The idea is like, I guess they're supposed to play some sort of song and it's supposed to save the world and no one knows how it goes. And they're like, "Uh, what key is it in? No one knows. What are the words? No one knows. What if we mess it up? (laughs) Then the world is destroyed. Okay, great. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, Death Clock, I'm fucking uh, excited. And also, I've been seeing a lot of uh, memes going around about the sub that is like uh, stuck under the ocean. And yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's tragic and <laughs> everything like that. But I'm like, all right, people are sending all, people are asking, what's the uh, best uh, submarine meme you got? And I'm like, go into the water, live there die there <laughs> like these people took death water too seriously right if you see the show you understand the context <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's um yeah nice and uh, dark for uh something regarding death clock anyway you have another death metal song i do band is volnir i think i got that right they're from portland oregon uh came our way by way of chris at hit points media shares a bunch of music uh, with us, and this just got shared with us about a week ago. Uh, the Volnir will be releasing an EP called Toothed Lines, and they'll be releasing that on July 21st. Well, we've got a track here, the title track, that we're going to all listen to together. Uh, you can get ready and excited if death metal is your thing or you like it. And, uh, you know, Eric, as Eric said, August 22nd is the Death Clock release. Yeah, and Volnir will be July 21st, so let's get to that track. It is Toothed Lines.
there. That's two lines. Damn. <laughs> it's heavy. Oh, I'll say. <laughs> yeah, I was a, yeah, I enjoy that, uh, that style of death metal a lot. Nice. Well, they're from Portland. If you hadn't heard them before, that EP Toothed Lines will be out in a month from today, July 21st. Yeah. That'd be fucking cool. <laughs> so be on the lookout for it. Thank you, Chris, for continuing to share cool music with us. Uh, we're going to wrap up the show now. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening all the way up to this point. Uh, go check out all the bands that you do like. The least we can do if you like the bands is go follow them on their social medias, right? Uh, go check them out on Bandcamp. Follow them there. Let them know people are interested in the bands that you really like. Support them in the other ways that you can. Go see them live and so forth. The more we support the bands, the more likely they are to be able to afford to go record music and to put uh, hard media such as tapes and CDs and vinyl and so forth together mm -hmm. for us to consume and enjoy. And to get their asses to your state. <laughs> that too, because it or does country. cost uh, so time and money, you know, gas and food and all those other things. Uh, to get from place to place. So. Uh, yeah, and airline <laughs> tickets in some cases. Exactly. So get out there and support them. Uh, you can check us out on other places such as iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Player FM, Podvine, Verbal, and SLCPunkCast.com. The bands are found on Instagram at Foreign Legion Punk 1985 Get out there, support them. I mean, let them know you're thinking about them. If you're a fan of Foreign Legion... Uh, yeah, Marcus, R.I.P. Marcus, great guy, super cool. Interview was great. Really enjoyed the back and forth conversations that we've had since the interview. Uh, really great, supportive guy. He's awesome. Uh, hard to sadden because of that. Uh, the rest of the bands at X Ankle X at Tropicaos Chaga at The Last Ditch 666, at Freedom Punk, and that's Free D-U-M-B Punk, Freedom Punk, at Move underscore B-H-C, at Triangle Fire 1-3, at Land of Wolves 206, at Boris Drone Evil, but that's one E, so maybe it's B Boris Drone Evil, that's what I'm going with, uh, at Uniform underscore N-Y-C, at Skinflix Band, at Volnir underscore and the show's at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me on my personal Instagram at scaryuncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. Uh, my band Anonymous is on Instagram at anonymous <clears throat> underscore band official. And The Apathetics also on Instagram at theapathetics.slc. Find us on Facebook at anonymous SLC and at The Apathetics. And check out our music on Bandcamp at anonymous SLC and apathetics.bandcamp.com. And Apathetics is getting more, getting closer into the uh, mixing nice. <laughs> and the mastering. And uh, yeah, Anonymous laid down some new, uh, we laid down some uh, guitar tracks, you know, layer in the guitars on there. And buddy, it sounded fucking rad. Cool. <laughs> yeah, progress. Little as it is, but still progress. <laughs> anyway, check out my other uh, podcast, Lead Melodies, uh, on Instagram at leadmelodies underscore podcast and on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc and stream the episodes on anchor.fm. And if you're on Facebook, check out the SLC Hardcore page. I will be posting all those tour dates for Mandalore, Absolved, and Portraits in the next, uh, in the next uh, coming days. It's going to be a lot. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot to talk about <laughs> just, yeah, just on this episode. But, you know, if you need reminders, follow the SLC Hardcore page. 
And before long, you'll be able to check out Eric, me, and plenty of others as time goes on on Punkanoid Worldwide Radio. It'll be on Power Radio. It's on slcpunkcast.com. It'll have its own webpage. It'll have its own app. We're almost there. Artwork's done. Hopefully the app doesn't take too long to put together, so before too long, you will be able to hear us in other forms as well. Uh, the bands, though, can be found on Facebook at Foreign Legion Punk at Tropicaos.chaga.9, that's nine, at The Last Ditch, at Free Dumb Punk, at Move BHC, at Triangle Fire Band, at Land of Wolves 206, at Boris Heavy Rocks, at Uniform New York, at The Skin Flicks Official, at Volneer, in case I didn't spell that, V-U-L-N-E-R-E, in case I'm mispronouncing it. And the show is also on Facebook, at SLC Punkcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, listening. Go share the bands uh, with other people you know. Go support the bands. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show? Well, uh, sort of on a uh, serious note, I know how I was saying, like, uh, the last, it's been 10 years since uh, Death Clock has released a song. Uh, but more personally, it's been, uh, it's been 10 years of a, lot of, uh, of a lot of things going wrong in my head. You know, not, not just the injury, but, you know, mental anguish. 10 years worth of it, uh, you know, it's all catching up to me. And during the, that span of 10 years, I've been telling myself, oh, I'll get through it. I can get through it. It's fine. And uh, just a couple weeks ago, there was the, uh, the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back. It took me this long to finally admit to myself, I need help. And I'm seeing for a long time, it's been a long time coming, but I'm finally seeing a therapist. Awesome. <laughs> yep. Starting, uh, yeah, starting next month. So... Does this correlate with the fact that there was a 10-year gap with Death Clock's uh, release dates? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the key to my happiness? Maybe. <laughs> it's the key to some of it, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, just uh, you know, just kind of holding a facade for such a long time. It took me, took me a while, a few years to admit that I had something wrong with me, and a few years later to start sharing it and being open about it. And even more so to, to swallow my pride to a point where I need professional help if I'm going to get through this, if I want to see tomorrow. I need someone to help guide me there. Some do. Don't be afraid to go out, right? Just go out and check it out. Go get help. Go ask. Go talk to somebody. And after you talk to them, they will let you know, like, hey, you know, maybe you don't need to come here all that often. You can do these other things. Or maybe they will mm -hmm. say, hey, you should probably come here more regularly. There's a lot of things I can help you with, and it might take some time to do so. But it mm -hmm. definitely wouldn't hurt, minus, well, I guess, whatever your pocketbook a little bit for going in. But <laughs> it, it, it's worth that, right, just to at least find out and maybe get some sense of relief and maybe uh, some direction as to where to go with feelings and anxieties and other things that people could need to go see somebody for. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's why they're there. Right. It's not, you know, it's like I have an idea of what's, uh, of what's going wrong with me, and I have an idea of how I can treat it, but I need to be sure that that is what it is and if I'm doing the right thing. Right. <laughs> it's like that's, you know, they can tell you things that you may already know, but, yeah. Of course, that's why you're there, <laughs> right? But the point is to get some, uh, just to get some guidance, and 
And yeah, that's what I gotta say. Is like if you need that, if you need that shit, don't be afraid to admit it. Right. Yeah, and don't wait before it's uh, yeah, don't wait till it's too late. Absolutely. Yeah, and and yeah, like you said, maybe it's uh, not something that's uh, too severe. Right. <laughs> after all, you know, maybe just go get to, help and talk to somebody, figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes uh, recourse is a lot simpler than you're assuming it could be. Right. Yep. And sometimes it's better to talk to an unbiased party. That is true, too. It's like you talk to your friends, of course they're going to see it in your favor because they're your friends. You talk to your parents, of course they're going to see it in your favor because they love you. Right. They don't want their uh, son or daughter or child, they don't want to see them unhappy. So, of course, they're going to comfort them. But, yeah, to tell someone who doesn't have a hand in all this, who only has your best interest in mind and doesn't know anyone else... (laughs) You know, anything else like that, and it's uh, entirely confidential, word's not going to get around, yes, see a fucking, uh, see a psychiatrist. That's what I got to see. And that's what I'm going to say about that, folks, so get help if you need it. Play the fucking outro. 